Welcome to The Table, where three women of three generations are navigating together how to pursue God as Father, Jesus as Lord, and Spirit as Shepherd through every stage of life. It doesn't always look pretty, and it's never perfect, but we're always aiming to sharpen each other as iron on iron. So sister, pull up a chair, settle in, and get ready to grow with us in today's episode of The Iron Women. Welcome back to The Iron Women Podcast. We are continuing today. This is our last episode of the series called We Are Church Girls. We have already previously discussed in the last two weeks episodes of how to choose a church, how to handle conflict, or if necessary, how to leave a church. And then we also talked about why even go to church, why prioritize and how to prioritize church in you and your family's life. So today we are going to be ending the series with how to prep to come to church. And have you even thought about that? Also, how to prep to serve at church. But before we do that, as always, we're going to do our connection card question, which is... If you could be on a TV show, which one would you be on? Okay. Well, originally I went with Survivor, but Deanna brought up a very good point that I would have to be in a bikini or something (laughs) scandalous, which we all know is not going to happen. It'd be entertaining for sure, but we're not going to go there. Um, (laughs) So scratch Survivor. (laughs) Definitely not naked and afraid either. So. Um, I'm going to have to go with the, um, like home renovation, like somebody come in and just like renovate and decorate and do all the things to my house for free, please. Thank you. Yep. Mm. I'll give you my house to do that. Yeah. I'll sacrifice your home. I'll sacrifice my home. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be cool. Okay. Um, Eric has given me the nod and I just really haven't, I guess you have to look at it different ways. Like I'm looking, okay. So I'm going to say the Waltons. Because I would like to live like that (laughs) big house, big family, grandpa, grandma, you know, the chickens. She wants John Boy every night to go, good night, Deanna. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay. So we're going back to the other crush, you know? Yeah. The first John Boy. I don't know what the Waltons are. Oh, have you watched anything of decency? (laughs) No. Have you heard of the Waltons? This is the most wholesome content. I think so. Oh my. Maybe. I mean, John Boy kind of sounds familiar, but like nothing. Like John Boy. The first John Boy, not the second John Boy. I don't Boy even they know that there in. is there a third John Boy? No, no there's not a third okay. one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would just like, yeah. Yeah. She wants to be a wall. Is that at the same Either time? that or some crime show. She does that, love yeah. her. Well, you want to be dogs. on the crime show? <laughs> I don't want to be the unsub the, the or subject? the victim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're the detective. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, mine yours? would definitely have to be, I would love to be for like a guest for like one or two episodes on Friends, even though they obviously don't make it anymore. But. I would love to be on Friends because I would just love to be in Central Park sitting on the orange couch with coffee in hand and listening to the six of them banter because it's just 
that's just the best of me. Like I would be <laughs> laughing. Chandler's my favorite. So, yeah. and then I yeah. am Monica. So you I are. pretty much would just be a mini Monica, but like the Christian version. And maybe every now and again, I would like put my foot down about like Jesus or something. And then I would get kicked off because it's, you know, yes. primetime television. Or we don't sleep together before marriage. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right. No, yeah. My totally yeah, your friends. show would be canceled. <laughs> I would not have a career. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to get into us being church girls and how do we prep for church? And is that even something you've thought about? Um, so how to come to church? How should you come to church to get absolutely nothing out of it? You should come in late or at the very last minute. You should keep your head down, avoid eye contact at all costs. <laughs> how about you go sit in the back or in the very dark corner where no one can see you? Keep your phone, iPad, or Apple Watch out and repeatedly check it every two minutes until it's time for your bathroom break because you can't go two hours without peeing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Be sure to judge everyone else around that is actually focusing and encountering the Lord. That's key. Mm -hmm. Your mission should be to get in and get out without anyone ever knowing you were even there. And if you're really lucky, you'll not be impacted, challenged, or changed at all. You'll just be entertained. <laughs> yeah. Slow clap. There you go. End yeah. of episode. <laughs> Cut. Yeah. No. Cut, this, print, take the table. <laughs> yeah. This is the opposite of everything that we're about to talk about. This is not, again, consumer mentality, check in, check out. This is not, you know, a job. This is coming and encountering with the Lord and how to best approach that because there are practices you can put into place ahead of time yeah. to prep your mind, prep your heart and soul, and even prep your body for some practical things that you can do beforehand so that morning of church for you and your family, you are setting aside as much distractions as you can to be focused and have your mindset ready to um, encounter the Lord that Sunday. So I'm going to throw it to each of y'all. How do y'all, what are some practical tips or advice that y'all have put into place about how to prep the week before or the night before to get ready for church? Lauren? Yeah, um, I'm just going to keep it simple. Um, staying in relationship with God all week long. Mm, yeah. I know it sounds really, really simple, but... Um, it just, of course, it's going to take you the first 45 minutes of church service to connect with God if you haven't connected with him right. throughout the whole rest of the week. If you're not familiar with what's being discussed on the platform or if you haven't turned on a worship song all week long um, and, you know, you haven't been in prayer and just in communion and talking with God, then yeah, you're, you're going to come in and, and you're not going to, it's, it's going to take you a little bit to get your mind focused and oriented and, and ready to receive, or maybe you'll get tired and nod off a couple of different mm -hmm. times throughout the service and, and whatnot, you know? Um, so I just, yeah, keep, I'm just going to go basic and just, um, I really try and, foster that relationship with God and just stay in communion with him and stay in a, in a practice of worship, you know? And so, yeah, that's, that's my answer. Simple. Yeah. That, and that, that is a main one. Yeah. It's so interesting. Cause I, you know, been a pastor's daughter and married to a um, pastor. He preaches every week now. And he's even said, I can tell when I first get up there, 
how much of the, like, how much I have to kind of like pull away and rip away so I can actually start talking to people where their hearts are ready. Mm. And, um, you know, some, sometimes he would come and just say, oh man, it was, it was hard. And that's, that's the beauty of a good worship, you know, set and yeah. the music and stuff. But I've heard worship leaders even say the oh, same yeah. thing. Every yeah. week, it's, yeah. some weeks are just like, uh, people just weren't already coming and ready to worship or yeah. ready to hear the preaching. It's yeah. an energy difference. And then some weeks you're like, whoa, these people are ready to go. We yeah. need to like get on. Yeah. yeah. And so some of those things you can't, you can't you know, change them. You can't make it happen. But I do think there are ways that we can prepare. Yeah. Because we need to imagine coming to church for what it is. We are all coming together you know, not that I, listen, I meet with God every day of the week, right? but this is something special. This, yeah. is, this is something special. And so just like we prepare for everything else that's special. Mm. And so, um, okay. Or, even, or just important. Important. Yes. You know, important. Like this is important. Yeah. Business meeting. Yes. You're Very gonna, good. You're I'm glad you said stuff. that. Or this yeah. podcast. There was yes. prep before we actually sat down here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and so anything worth doing is worth preparing for, yeah. giving some time to. And so I've tried to like lay stuff like this out to women through the years. So, okay. So preparing spiritually, that's where you want to start first. Yeah. Being with the Lord all week long, having your time with the Lord. It doesn't have to be rigid. It doesn't have to be legalistic. Um, you have been listening to the music. All those things she said, you know, dealing with situations throughout the week and um, just taking them to the Lord, maybe even getting with your brothers and sisters throughout the week. Oh, that's a good point, week, right? Because yeah. you, if you have an issue with oh, yeah. little Sheila over there, uh -huh. it's going to be yeah. pretty hard for you to like get into a mindset. Yeah, if you even go. Yeah. And yeah. So, um, so yeah, all the spiritual aspects but there's really some practical things. Okay. Yeah. So growing up, we just knew, and this is, this is going to be like, Deanna, you are outdated. <laughs> we just knew that Saturday nights, we just did some things that we prepared for the next day. Yeah. And so it was, we set our clothes out. Mm. We picked out our clothes the night before. Um, in those days, you know, if they needed ironed, um, you know, and then because I was a girly girl, you know, like all the stuff that goes with it. Um, now, you know, my that's mother, like, that's like my Sammy, he accessorizes. There you go. There you go. In a bow tie. Yes. By choice. Yeah. So you're not running around like a crazy woman, finding all the things for your kids, finding that thing, you know, like, and I still do that. I yeah. very rarely, like if we do something on a Saturday night, which is very rare, you know, I will have my clothes ready. I will have like what? jewelry and I know I know I'm kind of outdated no, she trained me the same way and I've kind of uh, subsequently trained my husband now yeah. since we've been yeah. married to do the same thing because I'm just like if you, anything that you can do ahead of time why yes. would you not because you know things are going to pop up the morning of right. your hair's not going to work out how you thought it was Never. it's going to take five extra minutes mm -hmm. your mascara is going to run you're going to put black eyeshadow on your mm -hmm. cheek mm -hmm. you you're you're going to cut yourself in the shower shaving oh, you're going to have to address a, that like yeah. uh -huh. it, or something not to do with getting ready like your coffee machine is going to have an issue and it's not going to yeah. make it how you wanted you ran out of creamer so now yeah. you have to go buy starbucks yeah and yeah so you know speaking of starbucks or any of those places you know it's it's just an interesting thing that um you know you can come in late to church with the starbucks in your hand 
The thing is, everyone knows you made a choice. You including choice, your kids. Including your kids. That the Starbucks drink waiting in that line. Listen, get your drink. Just plan for it. Yeah. There's just something about missing the whole experience. And if if you're like, well, I need caffeine. I'm I just know myself. I'm gonna need caffeine. I'll get, get it. it earlier. But well, <laughs> but what if your coffee machine is broken or whatever? Just drink the church coffee even if it's not your blend <laughs> even if it's not they don't have your creamer yes. like you can go one sunday isn't it funny because a crappy you cup know, of years coffee ago it was to, like you know oh we're gonna bring coffee into the church and that was the thing and now it's like no one wants the coffee in the church <laughs> they want the coffee you know with the 12 things in it. anyway okay we digress okay so getting things prepared yeah okay can i speak to just a little bit because i know that there's there might be some people listening into this who are like, Mm-mm, that is not in my DNA. I am not a prepper. Okay. Cause that's kind of me. Yeah. Uh, but let me just tell you something. There is some value to this idea of like prepping and laying things out. Um, do you ladies know my sweet little co-hosts here? Um, I, you know what I've started to do ever since we had one conversation in a car before I get out of my car, guess what I do now? <gasps> You take all the trash out. Now. I take everything Stop. that I brought into my car out with me. Okay. Like at, at least it's like a, it's a cognizant thought in my uh-huh. brain. And can I tell you what it's done for me? It's brought my stress level down mm. just a little tiny bit mm-hmm. because, okay. So You're less cluttered. Yeah. Okay. So there is, there really is a value to just a little tiny bit of prep work or forward, forward thinking Yeah. yeah. to just, it, it just, it eliminates some of that stress, hurry, <gasps> angst feeling it's that true. is in your heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and cause if you show up to church at a level eight and your yes. nervous system is yep. all out of whack and activated yes. and you're like already like, yeah, it's, it's going to take you a minute mm-hmm. to, to, to plug in to the and to, yeah. and to get into that. So if just these little tiny, simple things, just one thing, like just pick out your kid's clothing yeah. and lay or it let out. them pick it or, out, then I yeah. make yeah. it fun. Yeah. Yeah. And let it go. Let them wear what they want. That is something that the bag like, you packed. Yeah. You can yeah. check mm-hmm. the weather app but the yeah. night before. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> like choose, choose one of these things. Okay. Cause let's, let's be real. I am not at the level of these two women sitting next to me, yeah. but you don't have to be as, <laughs> right. As as. But there's, there are some simple little things that really will like, okay, I'm just going to choose one this week and see if it makes a difference. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to, you know what? I'm just going to prep and plan and put my coffee mug <laughs> under my coffee maker well, with the know, grounds already in it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, so interesting because when I ever try to say stuff like this, um, people think I'm mega organized and mega disciplined. I'm not. Yeah. Um, you know, Erica is a lot more organized than I am. And my husband's a w- lot more disciplined than I am. I, yeah. I, I can float. Yeah. Um, but the thing is... People that say, oh, I just can't do this. I've, I've seen those same people for when it's something really important to them. Mm. And I've seen a little bit of change of behavior. Like if we're going to Disney and I've spent a hundred some bucks on a ticket each, we're going to be there. Mm. Um, and so the thing is like, it's, it's, you make things what's, what is important to you. Yeah. And so this is another thing, like how I mentioned before, like, okay, Oh, well, Lord, I'm not treating the day with you, this time with you, like it's not important to me. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. Confess it 
and just say, Lord, help me to realize oh, that this is just, I want this to be the highlight of my week. I want my children to know that mom and dad or mom by herself or dad by herself, kids, this is the most important thing we do this week. Yeah. Can we, can we just like sit on that for just, just a minute? Because like, confess it before the Lord. If, if these conversations, if these topics, if these things are bristling you or coming at you, or if you're like, Oh man, I wish I was more like that. Can we just talk about how generous and gracious of a God that we serve? Like he just wants our hearts. And I can't tell you how many dang times. And you know, we just, we go through seasons where, um, the Lord highlights different things. And I'm just in a season right now where the Lord is just highlighting this humility coming before him and how he's our ever present help in times of trouble. And like, man, you just come before him and you say, Lord, this doesn't hit me. I want it to hit me. Can you help my heart to receive this? Can you do something that only you can do and work in me and elevate this? Like, I want this to be as important as what these ladies are talking about. I want that to be something that is in the forefront of my mind. I want this to be something that I can become more like. And you might pray this for years. Do you know how long I've been praying to be more self-controlled and disciplined in areas of my life? But it's a slow rise to the top, just like it's a slow fade. But like, but let me tell you, I've seen these little tiny areas in which the Lord has grown me. And so, and he'll do that for you too. So I just wanted to like camp there just for a minute. It is, it is, it's, it's something that you can deal with the Lord. This isn't about arriving at the place with everything all at the same time. It's just thoughts. Yes. Just thoughts that I've, I've had to do. Like when I had kids, my schedule had to change. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I couldn't just think about me in the morning anymore. Yeah. And then even just like, I had to get them to their places. Yes. So that I could be in my place on time. So we've done this in the context of just the attender. Yeah. The person coming. Just that simple attitude. Yeah. And that's, honestly, that's the very least. Yeah. We should be coming with an attitude, okay, I need to be there early. Yeah. Because part of my role as a a part, a believer in this church, a member in this church is that I come to encourage. Yes. I come to help in every way I can. Yeah. I come to, you know, um, just maybe even just pray right before the service. You know, mm-hmm. I have this settling time of, okay, let me get my thoughts in this place and mm-hmm. and just being prepared to worship and to receive the word. Mm-hmm. So, or... I have a class I have to teach. Yeah. I have nursery. I don't want to be slamming in there at the last minute. Um, I have a responsibility. Yeah. I want to be there yeah. on time and yeah. ready to give my best because yes. this is how I serve my master. This is how I serve my brothers and sisters. Yeah. So there's levels of this. So if you're just the person that, well, I'm, I, I just go and maybe I show up. Well, let me just say something. You need to address some things. Yeah. You got some priorities out of whack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You're missing a whole spiritual aspect of attending church. Yeah. Just simply attending. There's a whole spiritual world and aspect to a church service going on. Right. Um, And praying for your service, your pastors, your teachers, the worship team, your choir, um, like any 
person in authority or leadership, uh, praying for them. If your church um, announces or gives you the passage that your pastor is preaching on that Sunday ahead of time, if, if, if you know that, you could implement reading, meditating on that throughout the week, even if it's just once, like Saturday night, just reading it before you yeah. go to bed, or if it's you know a couple times throughout the week, or reading it with your kids, like our pastor's going to be preaching on this Sunday, let's get prepared, mm-hmm. like making it um, involving them. And, and we um, do something with like worship that we've tried to equip our church family with at church, um, at our church, is we send out a weekly playlist of the songs that we will be worshiping together on Sunday. So that all th- the goal is all throughout the week, here are the songs we're going to be singing. There's really no excuse to say you don't know them or I'm unfamiliar with them, even if it's a brand new song for the first time. You can be worshiping through that in the car with your kids or in your AirPods at work or um, while you're exercising or, you know, just have it playing in the home and the kids' rooms, it's, even if it's background. Like, you are subtly getting exposed to those that words and the lyric and the melody so that when you do come and it's time to worship, you're already familiar with this. You may yeah. not know it by heart yet, but you're just being exposed to this stuff all throughout the week. Um, so that, when Sunday comes... Thawing your heart and mind out, you're thawing your heart and mind out prior to receiving the word. And it's more about acknowledging the reality of the third party that you can't physically or tangibly see, Mm. which is obviously the Lord, Um, and inviting him into that moment so that when the preaching begins, you are already you are already abiding with him this morning. You are already right. abiding with him on Friday and Saturday right. and Monday yeah. and Tuesday, um, and you are coming ready to absorb whatever he wants to teach you or show you or reveal to you through the worship, the pastor and the speaker, um, or the fellowship. Because um, so often we come to church again, consumer mentality. It's not a two party exchange of energy between you and your pastor or between you and the worship team. Like, well, this is what I'm going to give, and they're going to give this to me, Mm. or just you and yourself sitting there. It's not a mind game to have conversations in your head with yourself all the time, playing Mm -hmm. out scenarios and judging other people. Um, So it's about involving and welcoming that third party into every aspect of the service because he is there. Whether you tap into it or not, he is there already. Why would you want to miss out on tapping into that? And he is why you're there with his people in his house. So really just... It's about if you wait till Sunday morning to come and, th- and thaw out, it'll, it'll take the whole service to thaw yeah. out and be ready to receive anything. And then it's, you were just getting started. Yeah. So what that requires, Erica, is it requires some sacrifice of some things. Um, you know, it requires some sacrifice of sleep, mm-hmm. of maybe um, not every Saturday night staying up as late as you can stay. Binging um, your yeah. episode of Survivor. Um, having your kids <laughs> out every Saturday night. I mean, yeah. okay, we have exceptions to this. Of course. But, um, you know, just doing that prep. So when you walk in, you get your kids settled or whatnot, um, go go put your Bible down in your seat or whatever mm. But don't sit down yet. Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't sit down. Ooh. Get up. I'm bristled now. Yeah. <laughs> um, walk around. Talk to people. I make a point to um, have some type of contact with someone in the audience, the congregation, that I don't really know who they are every week. Mm. I make a point to do that. Sometimes um, I'll go down the nursery hall. 
and I'll ju- the children's hall, and I'll just say thank you to the teachers. Mm. Um, I'll try to go by the sound booth and say thank you guys for serving us, or I'll walk past the stage, mm. thank you guys for serving us. Um, just doing little things like that to be an encouragement, to get to know um, how can I pray for you, and maybe just sometimes sitting there and praying with them real quick before the service. Yeah, it just it, it it's just beyond me. Period. It's literally beyond you. Like, that's the point. You see what I'm saying? Well, like, it's beyond me how we don't do this. R- oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's beyond. <laughs> yeah, it's beyond me how we don't do this. Like, I can't even fathom just walking into a church at the last minute, sitting there, talking to no one, you know, and yeah. getting my things and walking out. Yeah. You know what I say? Don't even bother. Yeah. Don't even bother. Yeah. And um, Sophia's like, Deanna, don't tell people. They, they won't bother. Well, you know what? Yeah. It's, it's not doing anything. In fact, it's probably giving a false sense of, of them being okay. I'm yes. all right. My ticket is good. Yes. I'm on I'm on the bus going to the right place. Yeah. So, because uh, I show up. Yeah. Yeah. Be it prepared. Ult- it ultimately comes down to, you know, you are here not for yourself. Church is not to come for yourself. Do you get benefits from it? Yes. And you should. Of course. But you are here for God and his people and his glory. And we need to get over. I mean, it sounds blunt and mean, but like get over yourself. Yeah. Like, literally get over yourself enough to go love on somebody else, enough to go mm. encourage somebody else to show up and already have prepped and prayed for your pastor yeah. to have, to have been meditating on whatever scripture, you know, was coming up or worshiping throughout the week, like yeah. care enough to put some time into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, cause the preaching is to learn about God, not about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not about looking at other people, you know, what are they wearing or, um, when you're in worship, worrying about, you know, what the person in front of me, their worship style is, or I need to critique, you know, how high they got the drums turned up on this song or something like that. Like set aside that stuff. That is such tertiary, tertiary, I can't say that word, tertiary. I don't even think you it did factors. there. It's not it's, even up there. Yeah. It's not even. Yeah. Well, the drum might be a, a something to someone if they can't pa- get past like a drum loudness or style that, you know, could be a personal preference, but still like set it aside. Yeah. Like, you, we're not showing up to worship for you and your pleasure and what's satisfactory to you. It is what is satisfactory to the Lord, and that is a heart that's engaged in wanting to just encounter Him and yeah. glorify Him. It's not, you know, what am I going to look like if I set aside my self-dignity enough mm-hmm. to just worry about I'm encountering the God of the universe yeah. and I want to worship Him. I think yeah. inevitably it boils down to like a relational God that we serve, mm-hmm. and this is just another experience that we can have like engaging in a relationship with our relational God through worship, through communion, through um, entering into fellowship and and prayer. Yeah. Yeah, Like this is, it's, it's a, it's a worship of a God who like, who bends his ear to us. Yeah. Like he postures himself toward us. Like, can we for, yeah. <laughs> like one Sunday. Like why Just a little are we part coming? of your like, Sunday? Yeah, yeah, like why like are we are we posturing ourselves before a God who who loves us and cares about us and has intentionally put this Sunday morning or whenever your church got ninety nine percent of them are Sunday mornings, right? Yeah. Like okay, like he's set this up. It's in the Bible, like 
the fellowship of believers and like, and all this, like he's given this to us as a gift. Like, do we receive it? Do we Mm -hmm. come in and like, and look at it as an opportunity to participate in what God's doing? You know, um, my husband started saying this, like, um, I get to participate. I get to participate mm-hmm. in what mm-hmm. God is already doing because others will participate. Like others will get to play a part in what God's already doing. I want, yeah, I want that privilege too. And I even have that idea, not just toward the main service, but toward, toward the stuff your church is offering you. I, I sometimes I tell people, I'm like, you know, I'm not doing this for me, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we've gotten into a mentality with church. It's even like, oh, well, that class isn't really, mm, that's not something for me right now. So I'm not going to go. Well, there we go. We're talking about, oh, but what about how I can go and learn from someone else yeah. and encourage someone else and support someone else and just be there? Yeah. Um, Maybe and- one of your girlfriends has never taken a Bible study before and you know that they won't without you sitting beside them. Yeah. So I'm just like, listen, Sunday school, I'm mostly serving during that hour. I'm, it's all service. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, some Wednesday nights, um, you know, other things your church has to offer. Don't always think about it being that um, if it's not for me personally and I don't need this, yeah. well, guess what? If that's your mentality, you need it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'll say one last thing because I have to. <laughs> you better get them babies. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't get her home, babies. <laughs> mm. You better get them little ones into Sunday school. You have people that are sacrificing their time Come to on teach their children. Come on with mm-hmm. And you let them stay at home. Mm. It's another voice too. Like it's another voice that's yes. not your own. That's teaching them the same things that hopefully you're teaching mm. them. I don't get it. It's reinforcing all the things. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah, I'm on soapboxes now, girls. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Oh, don't get mama on a soapbox. <laughs> so, so much of what we have talked about in today's episode and in the last two is really even under the umbrella of prioritizing the spiritual and integrating the spiritual, which were our first two series. And there's a reason we're doing it in this order because you have Mm -hmm. to prioritize to then integrate the spiritual. And then it's going to flesh out in these, how you show up to church, how you serve. If you know your spiritual gift, you can go deploy it in church. Can Um, I just say like a quick little challenge too? Like if this stuff if this bristles, like if this is all, if we're like, Oh, those girls, they're just too much or whatever. Can I just like challenge, try it, give yourself Mm. three months of being as radical or as crazy Mm -hmm. as those crazy church girls are and evaluate your fruit. Mm -hmm. Like just try it. Okay, fine. We're out there. We're way like, you know, us, we're being, we're being, um, what intense, too intense with, with Mm -hmm. all this like church stuff and everything. Try it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that would be like, yeah, let's, let's see. Here's some simple ways you can in the next week, just try to put some of these into practice, get up and get to know your family hospitality. Have someone in your home, ask someone to coffee, ask someone to lunch or dinner throughout this week, or set up a play date for your kids. Do something to get to know someone in your family, church family you don't already know. Um, it's the easiest way to get your focus, to get the focus off of yourself is mm-hmm. the connecting with others. It mm-hmm. will get easier in time. 
It really does. Mm -hmm. Pad your alarm. This coming <laughs> Saturday night, pad your alarm, set your outfit out, set your kid's outfit out, set out your coffee, set out your tea, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Look at the weather app the night before so you're not caught <laughs> off guard by the rain. Um, make sure you have gas in the car and you're not having to stop by the gas on the way to church. Just simple, simple things. Try to be worshiping throughout the week, reading the word throughout the week, just tapping into the spiritual aspect of your life. Pray for your pastor. Pray for the teams that are leading anything, any teachers. Um, go just choose one of these things. Yeah. Like one. choose one. We choose all started one. with one thing. Yeah. And then and like mm -hmm. and practice it and then see where the Lord takes it and yep. what he yeah. puts in front of you for, for the next thing to do, you know, like, but yeah, it's we can, it's all little tiny baby steps that the Lord meets us in and then like burrows into our heart and like makes it our own, you know? Right. It is not the end of the world if you are there five minutes early and you have to talk to somebody or you get to talk to somebody mm -hmm. or somebody gets to talk to you. It is not the end of the world. You actually end up loving it. And it is uncomfortable. Like, okay, can I just, just another little like practical thing? I suck at small, small talk. Okay. We've talked about this in a previous episode. I'm working on that. I'm, I'm implementing some things, but one of the things that I did is I stuck myself behind the women's booth to practice it. Okay. Like it's just, and it kind of gives me like a little bit of like, okay, like I'm doing something. There's a purpose in me being back here mm -hmm. and it is engaging with women. It is pointing them in the direct, in the next direction or wherever, you know what I mean? But it's, it pulls me out of my comfort zone mm -hmm. and it kind of gives me like a little bit of a purpose standing back there and it fosters those conversations. So there you go. There's like one little thing like st there right there. Mm -hmm. So if you put any of these into practice, let us know, even if it was hard or difficult, or maybe if it didn't work out the first two or three times and, and you needed to do it some more times before you started seeing some positive effects, let us know at the iron women podcast at gmail.com. Um, give us your feedback. If you have any ideas of how you can prep throughout the week or the night yeah. before something unique yeah. that you help do. Me. Yeah. Help us out. We need it. Um, let us know at that um, email and we'll be checking that out. Also look for the show notes of today's episode. We'll list um, any notes or any uh, things we need to link from the conversation. And in closing, we're going to do our fun cup question, which is who was your favorite teacher in school and why? Miss Vaso, Miss M I S S V A S S O, and I've been in contact with her. I have sent her thank yous and I told her appreciation. She was a single lady. She was beautiful. She was so beautiful. She teaches at um, a Christian university now, and I was I was sh a little shy at one time, and she would pull me up on her lap. And she would be like, it's okay, Deanna. It's okay. She was so Aww. loving to me. Yeah. So loving to me. I love you, Miss Vasso. And you know that. I think she listens to her podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, your favorite teacher and why growing up? Okay. Um, Mrs. Z, I was in middle school. I think maybe like seventh grade. She was my math teacher. And she was the kookiest, like... <laughs> she just had personality coming out her ears. Like, I mean, this, this lady was just like so quirky and so much fun. And she actually made math fun. Um, and I, I remember her, um, always saying, no, 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 don't, don't wrinkle your forehead. You'll have, you'll have wrinkles later in life. Make sure, make sure you don't arch your eyebrows. Don't put your eyebrows up. Anyways. Um, she, yeah, she was, she was super sweet. Did you so. learn any math? 
Um, I think so. I learned not to arch my eyebrows. <laughs> oh my goodness. And that is lasting information. Right? I mean, that's necessary. I mean, look at this smooth forehead. <laughs> it's beautiful. The smoothness. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would have to be, I have two that come to mind. Um, I had a fourth grade teacher. Her name is Miss Donna Bratcher. She's still oh, a teacher today. Yeah. Um, my favorite teacher of all time because, and this tells you how much a, a teacher can impact a kid's life. Um, I had always felt like up until fourth grade, I think you're like nine or 10 in fourth grade, that my skill sets and my strengths, even at that young of an age had always, had always been, um, pushed down. And like, you need to, like, you need to, um, conform to like the other kids. But when I got to fourth grade, she really like championed my strengths and like Mm. in areas like we've previously told the, the illustration on a previous episode about how I had a K-5 teacher who didn't so much champion my strengths about my organizational (laughs) skills and that I wanted to help her pass out papers more efficiently. Um, But when I got to fourth grade, she really just like saw me even as like a nine, 10 year old and was like, you know what? I'm going to give her some little jobs in the classroom. Mm. She thrives off of this. Yeah. No one's ever like given her you know, empowered her to use her skills to help the group, yeah. to help the class. It's always just been like, I don't know what the word is, sweltered? Sweltered down? Squenched. 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 Did we just... <laughs> <laughs> like when you put a fire out. I don't know that word. I know the word you're Quenched. talking about. Squelched. Squelched. That's what I said first. Squelched. Squelched. I don't I know. I thought you said sweltered. Dear goodness. Something like that. <laughs> Clearly I didn't learn how to uh, spell or it's learn. It's not Miss Bratcher's No, fault. it's not. But she really also she gave me a love for reading because she loves reading and yes. books and reading comprehension. And like she really just taught me to love reading to this day. And then my other one would be um, my she was at first my mentor turned into my Bible teacher in eighth grade. Um, and that's Miss Tina Perry, who mm. really transformed my life really outside of the classroom more than inside the classroom, mm. just by being a mentor, a discipler, my friend. And now. she pushed you. She right. She pushed you. You didn't yeah. like her some days. Right. She knows that. Well, <laughs> I mentioned previously how how she called me out on some stuff, and I didn't like her in the moment. But looking back on it, she really helped me navigate mm-hmm. yeah. spiritually a lot of different things. And she, just like you or said earlier about bringing kids to Sunday school, and it's an outside voice other than your parents, yeah. mm-hmm. she was so vital in that for me in middle and high school. It was just an outside voice of reason, truth, and wisdom mm-hmm. that I knew I could depend on, that my parents trusted mm-hmm. and had a relationship with. And I listened to her. I was more likely to listen mm-hmm. and absorb what yep. she was saying rather than my mom telling me the yep. exact same principles. Yeah. yeah. So those two people really like made a huge impact mm. on my life. Teachers. Um, mm. teachers are big. If you're we a teacher, teacher, thank you so much. Yeah. Y'all, ho- yeah. y'all hold impact. Yes. Um, yeah. And much potential. In yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. You so a very important job. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We are church girls and we hope you are too. And if you're not, we hope you would become one. Church is definitely worth it. Um, and he is worth it. And the body is worth showing up for. So thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the next series. Hey, sisters. Thank you all so much for spending your time with us. We are excited and expectant for everything Jesus is going to do through these conversations. If you found this encouraging, insightful, or brought you some moments of joy or laughter, go ahead and share this episode with your spiritual sisters to keep today's conversation going. Then come on back and hang out with us on the next episode of The Iron Women.